Hey, Kenzie, you know what bothers me? What, Casey? Terrible intro music. Oh, bother! All right, everybody, and welcome to our sixth episode of Oh, Bother. Six? What a fix. I don't... What rhymes with that? Um, six. That's sick. Nope. No. <laughs> that was that was better. Oh. Six, six. We've mm, done no. so many of these that I had to really think about what number we were on. Like, I was like, is it six or is it seven now? I feel like we're getting better at them, too. That, that's like, that's I didn't not have for this... us to determine. Hey, no, no. I didn't have, like, this impending sense of dread like I was going to run out of things to talk about today. Well, we have a big topic for today, so we I don't do. think we'll oh. run out of <laughs> I don't think we'll run out of saying anything. Let's get down to episode six with your favorite chicks, <laughs> Casey and Kenzie. I'm Casey. I'm Kenzie. And we've forgotten to introduce ourselves the last few weeks. Really? Oh. Yeah. It's just kind of been like two anonymous voices. Basically. I feel like everyone who listens to this knows who we are. I mean, as of now, but you know, maybe we'll have a big hit and then we'll have a bunch of people who like go back and listen oh, to all our old know. episodes and then... They won't know which one of us which. By the way, speaking of our listeners, my mom says you have a very nice podcast voice. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. She also almost peed her pants when I gave her a shout out in our last podcast. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> uh, my mom doesn't listen to this. Oh. I don't think she knows about it. I don't know. She listened to my old podcast a lot, so I should probably just tell her about this one and then she'd listen to it too. My mom told her friend Jane about this and Jane's like her best friend that she talks to every day. And Jane was like, how do I get the podcast? Like, and my mom was like, I don't know how to explain it to you. Mackenzie literally just, like, sent me the link. <laughs> oh, moms. Yeah, moms. Moms. I don't know how my mom would listen to you there. I'm going to have to go. I'm going home in a few okay, weeks. Okay, set her up with go, the podcast. I'm app. going to have to, like, download Spotify onto right. her phone because she has an Android. And right. then she can listen to it that way. <laughs> yeah, Spotify. We are also on Spotify, if that tickles your fancy I don't uh, know. yep itunes and spotify weehaw living the dream yahoo we're yahoo. not on yahoo i don't think yahoo has a podcast streaming it, service i bet it does <laughs> i bet it does <laughs> poor yahoo yeah they, yeah anyway look <laughs> i guess let's just <laughs> let's move on kenzie your baby bother of the week let's get this started okay so my baby bother is like real small it's when you're sitting in a waiting room and like the two chairs are back to back mm-hmm. and you're sitting in one chair and then someone else sits right behind you and they oh. have another option. <laughs> that is, that is bothersome. <laughs> I have this huge fear of like bumping heads with a stranger. Mm. So I always like hunch over in my seat and then like I see them in my peripheral vision. I was in a waiting room today. <laughs> thought about this. Uh, so I guess piggybacking off of your baby bother, uh, okay. my baby bother traces back to uh, a couple weeks ago when we went to go see After, which was the topic of our last podcast. We were ba- when we got tickets to After, we were some of the only people in the theater there, and we were in a row where no one else was with us. And then when we get to the theater, this crowd of like, I don't know, like five people maybe mm-hmm. come and sit directly next to us. Why would you get the seat? exactly next to us also even if you reserve the seat next to us why wouldn't you just sit one chair or over 
I that yeah, all of the seats in this entire room, and you have to sit right next to us. That's really the behavior of a psychopath. Like, I don't know why someone would do that. It's it's something I would never do. Never. It would never occur to me. No, I would never, ever sit next to, directly next to someone in an otherwise empty room. Yeah, no. That's weird. That's like when you go to the gym and someone takes, like, the treadmill next to you, even though there's plenty of treadmills. Uh-huh. Ah, I don't go to gyms, but I imagine that'd be uncomfortable. I can't I do... get into my gym. Oh, yes. Kenzie can't figure out how to open the door <laughs> to her gym in her apartment. No, okay, so... They told me that the key that I had for my apartment building was like a master key, mm-hmm. and I tried that in the door of the gym building, and it was not. I stood there for about five minutes struggling with it, but I had made a big show of going to like go exercise <laughs> in front of my roommates, so I just ran around the block. For oh, long. nice. Well, yeah, it, that? it was really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess the equivalent for me would be I like to uh, swim laps sometimes, and I don't mind if someone, you know, gets into the lane next to me, but it'd be super weird if someone got into the same lane as me without asking first. Because sometimes the pool's crowded and you have to share lanes, but like, yeah. It'd be weird if someone got into the same lane. I'm just gonna swim right with. Just gonna swim right here. Let's like sync up laps too. Oh. Keep your eyes open. I'm locked on mine. I love, I, I enjoy <laughs> swimming laps, but like, honestly, I'm so out of shape that when I go there, it's like all like the old people who are there swimming laps, it's like they were former Olymp- Olympians or something. They really, oh, God. Just, they really just go. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to pause every four laps or so and just take a minute. <laughs> I have a pool in my apartment complex, but like it's in the middle of it. So mm. I feel like if I go there, everyone's going to be watching me. Oh, yeah, and that's like a little pool. <laughs> it's like a little baby pool. That's like a relaxing pool. That's not a lap pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's like uh, you stick your feet in. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it looks nice, but I'm also like, I don't want everyone in the apartment to see me in my swimsuit. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I just... I don't need that kind of attention. I don't own any nice swimsuits. I mean, I'll, let me let me rephrase. I don't own any, like, attractive swimsuits. All of my swimsuits are, like, one-piece competition swimwear that's, like, <laughs> you know, uh, very covers you, you know? And it's made for speed. What are you going to do if you start dating a beach guy? I, ugh. <laughs> See, my stomach- I have a swimsuit because I dated a beach guy. My stomach hasn't seen sunlight in years. It's like a, the stomach of a corpse. We're having a beach day. We're doing this. We're going to the beach. You know, I'm all turning into a lobster. Everyone, everyone who listens to this, who lives in Burbank with us, um, we're having a beach day. Just be aware. It's happening. Let's do it. You're probably invited. Let's yeah. be real. Like, unless you are the one total stranger who has found our podcast. Jesus Christ, I don't think there is one. I can't imagine a stranger finding this podcast. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I tagged it just right so someone found it. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking for a, a podcast where two girls just complain about things. Like, that's really my niche. That's really it. Oh, man. You gotta know us to find this. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of strangers finding us, <laughs> let's move into our main topic of the week. Uh, online dating. Oh, goodness. Now, this is going to be an interesting one, uh, because, uh, well, I don't really have any personal experiences with, 
uh, online dating or using the apps, the dating the apps, apps. Yeah. Um, except uh, other people's. I love to live vicariously through other people's apps because <laughs> it's fun. Oh, it's yeah. fun swiping, but I don't ever want my own face or personal relationships attached to that ever. <laughs> this is how we became friends, right? We were like, we were working at our job, which you don't know what it is. <laughs> um, we were working at our job and it was late at night because that was apparently normal for our job. And we were alone watching a door to make sure that no one went out of that door. <laughs> I wish I could just say what it is. Um, and then Kenzie got out her phone and was like, let's start swiping. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, because I am addicted to other people's bumbles and tinders. I used to be addicted to my own bumble until I really thought about how much time I was spending swiping mm-hmm. on bumble and how little I was liking the guys that I ended up dating on bumble. All right. I think actually our friendship started when we all mutually discussed that you we lived in North Hollywood and one of our other friends like it was like one of our first days of work and one of our other friends was like is there anyone in North Hollywood who could give me a ride home yeah and Kenzie was like yeah I can and then I also needed a ride home so I was like could you also maybe give me a ride home and And that's how our friendship yeah and then we started carpooling and here we are yeah now we're podcasting and eventually i became comfortable enough around you which really at that time wasn't that like i mean i didn't need to be that comfortable with someone to just openly show them my bumble and be like here's way for me kenzie is very open about her dating life way too open about it that actually ended a relationship for me (laughs) it's it's fine. It's yeah. refreshing. It was pro- if that's what ended the relationship. Then it's probably meant to end. And it was a combination of that and him thinking I was a witch. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. I'm not a witch, by the way. Anyway, let's go ahead and we're gonna uh, start talking about uh, some of the different online dating things. So I I did a little bit of research into Tinder and Bumble. Cool. Before, you know, going getting into this. So of course. Tin, uh, I think most people uh, think of Tinder nowadays as a sort of a means for like hookups as opposed to relationships. Mm. Uh, but when it's I been was both, I mean, it's been both yeah. people like have met their significant others on Tinder's uh, Tinder. But I feel like you know more terrible men are on Tinder than are on Bumble. I would like to think so. But anyway, when I was uh, looking up uh, when they first created Tinder, uh, the guys who created it, I found this really interesting quote, which was uh, one of the guys who created it. He said, "I it's a lot easier to approach someone when you know that they want you to approach them. Okay. Like, with, in, in real life, when you go up to someone, you know, mm-hmm. it's um, you know, there's a lot of risk involved because maybe they don't want you to go up to them. Yeah. But, and that is, I guess, one good thing you can say about Tinder is it is like a mutual thing. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's like you both have to swipe. Is it right? Right on each other. Is you have to swipe yes? right. But the thing with Tinder mm-hmm. that I don't like that bothers mm-hmm. me about it is that sometimes I go to swipe up to see more information about them, mm-hmm. and then it accidentally swipes right, <laughs> and then they think I've matched with them. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's happened to me many times. That's either an app error or a thumb error. That's a tiny thumb error. <laughs> yeah. But so that was that. Uh, so that was the basis of the ideas. It's your. Uh, it's like a mutual thing. Like you are yeah. mutually agreeing that each other is that you want the other one to approach you. So then that thing. So I thought that was interesting. Well, I heard it they also like developed it to be like a group activity. It so. is. It's a great group activity. Yeah, I mean, I heard that. Like, I don't know where I read this, but somewhere I read that the developers of of Tinder mm-hmm. like originally made it as like a group activity to be like. 
hot or not. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's very fun. I would say Tinder and Bumble are super fun app-wise. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of interesting screen grabs from both. (laughs) I've seen really a wide variety of humanity that I would not, I mean, I've met people who I never should have met in real life. Like, our our paths never should have crossed. There's a guy that I, like, legit thought I was going to marry a year ago (sighs) who, like, I would not have met if not for Bumble, which is crazy to me, but... So after, uh, so the creator of Bumble was a woman who was actually involved with the original creation of Tinder. Oh. Uh, yeah, and she left Tinder, uh, unfortunately, I think partially due to a culture of, uh, like, a lot of, like, well, Me Too era problems. Yeah. Because, you know, like, um, uh, misogynistic nonsense and a little bit of sexual harassment. You know, the, the, the reasons, you know, a lot of women end up leaving their jobs, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and, but she went on to create Bumble, which is, uh, wanted to be more of a feminist dating app. And it is the one where, you know, if it's a heterosexual, uh, situation, then, uh, the woman has to respond first during a match. She is the one who has to initiate, uh, the conversation. Do you know what happens if it's not hetero? heterosexual uh then they either either party can make the first move yeah so if it's uh, yeah yeah so then either party can make the first move in that situation um yeah i think that's definitely nicer uh also but also i mean not for me personally just because i would (laughs) i don't like taking risks but yeah that's me (laughs) i mean i heard the main complaint with bumble i was talking to this guy at work about using bumble i forget what I, actually, I know which guy it was, but I mean, yeah, it'd be weird to point be anonymous. It. It'd be weird to say. Um, but we were just casually talking about dating apps, and he was like, "It's really annoying to me that on Bumble, girls just put hey, and they expect me to respond to it." And I'm like, "Dude, you get a time window of 24 hours. <laughs> You're a stranger to me. I don't know what to say to you." So I put, "Hey, what's up?" And that's like, if you respond to that, then I'm. Like, a lot of my time on Bumble, like, the people I've actually met on Bumble were people that just responded to, hey, what's up, and people that were, like, around when I felt like going on a date, which is really just, like, not the way I want to find love. Like, I don't think it's a way to actually find love, but I don't know. I mean, if you're good at responding to, hey, how are you, then you're probably going to find a girl on Bumble. Yeah. (laughs) She may not be interesting, <laughs> but you'll go, you'll go get coffee with her and it'll be weird. The idea of trying to come up with a creative response to like someone's bio in a dating app just already has exhausted me and I'm nowhere close to even being in that scenario where that would be something You've I need to do. helped me write things to people though. Oh yes, I am. I am a great person to turn to if you ever need to find a good gif. To send in a response, yeah, she to a has message. W- she has one gif, and it is it is oh, a whale yes. jumping out of the water, and it says "whale hello there." Yeah, that's what you always send as the first message. So yeah. that's now you the, know the, everything that I can do on Bumble. That's the only move I. That's the only dating advice I can offer anybody is if you're <laughs> trying to if you're sending the first message, it just needs to be a whale. It's the whale gif saying whale hello there it really sets the tone for who you are as a person (laughs) which is fun and flirty it has worked for me 
It's it's a great book. It it has absolutely it has started conversations. Yeah, it works. Do I you... also like coming up with gifts for later on in conversations because sometimes you know you want to stop talking, and the best way to end a conversation in a friendly way is to just <laughs> send a gift. It really is like it's it's like I'm done with words. I feel like just sending an emoji is a little too casual, so you just send a gift. Wow. And then it's the last time I handed you my phone to send a gift to someone, you couldn't find one. Yeah, it was a weird scenario. I can't remember what like specific thing we were. Let's not get into specific. I don't even. I mean, we don't have to get into specifics. I just like I can't. Yeah. I can't remember specifically was what was happening, ago. but I remember like it was some strange scenario where I was looking for a specific gift There's and I couldn't find one. Yeah, and it was well, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read off some Tinder bios? I yes, see? I do. Okay. Here's Kenzie's uh, encounters on Tinder. <laughs> this is from March 2018. So Lovely. I had to go deep. I haven't been on Tinder in a while. Um, it's probably for the best. I took a really long hiatus from... Actually, I don't even think it's a hiatus anymore. I think it's just... It's done. Um, I went off Bumble for a really long time, and I like my life now without Bumble, so mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to introduce it again. But one day I just woke up and I was like, I don't want strangers seeing my face when they're laying in bed looking at their phone. Yeah. Like, that's icky to me. Mm. Yeah, that's really gross. Okay, so it's March 2018 and this guy writes, potty trained, I steal all the blankets, looking for someone to get hungover burritos with that lets in people in on the freeway. All right. I like nope. that he led with potty trained. This guy's yeah. 27. Nope. Yeah. Um, this guy doesn't have a picture, and it just says prostitute as the description. <laughs> I think if I made a fake Tinder, that's what I'd do. Oh, and then his school is Prostitution University. Nice. Solid. Solid. Okay. This guy's got a picture of him holding a surfboard, and he's naked. And he has a little surfboard emoji over where his naughty beds are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this guy's got a dog in a backpack on his front. That's that's okay. What's wrong with him? I don't know why I screenshotted that. Huh. Yeah, that wasn't a bad one. That was like... I don't know if that one's bad or if I was just slightly impressed. Because sometimes I'm just like mildly impressed and I want to like show it to someone, but I don't want to actually date the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like... Okay, so having a dog in your profile... Photo mm-hmm. is definitely like an obvious move. See, but it's a like win somewhat over. But on the other hand, like it it works. You got a dog in a bag. That's one cute. time. It was really late at night, and I swiped right on a golden doodle, mm. and then I looked at it the next morning, and like there was a real creepy guy holding that golden doodle. <laughs> and I was like, I need to get off this app. I cannot think straight. So I'm saying it works. See, in Montana, when we would go through uh, boys' uh, – we would go – we would, like, group Tinder. We'd get out uh, one of our friends' Tinders and, like, five or six of us girls would just, you know, scroll through it, like, because it is a great group activity. And we were in Bozeman, Montana, and our rule was no fish, no trucks, no guns. Because yep. every other guy on Tinder in Bozeman, Montana is holding a giant fish in one of their pictures. <laughs> like – Look at my fish that I caught. And it's just, I don't know why it bugs me. It's just because I think it's like, it's like, it's it's the, it's a basic bro thing. It's the Montana version of a basic bro. You hold a fish or you're by your giant truck or you're holding a gun. And that was our rule. No fish, no trucks, no guns. 
the trucks and the fish because it was very basic. The guns, because ugh, guns. Yeah, anytime someone has a gun in their profile, I'm just like, mm, that's a lot to unpack. Like, that's a lot to deal with in a relationship. No. I don't even want to be friends with someone with a gun, really. I don't know. Just Any don't more ch- bios? Oh, I do. Um, This one, David, a pharmaceutical engineer, and his profile, like, his bio just says one word. Moist. Ugh. Yeah, icky. Okay, let's see. I'm going to make a legit bumble eventually, but for now, this one with me and a man thong will have to do. I'm in an accelerated nursing program, and then it has an emoji that's, like, smiling and sweating. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's the one where it's, like, like is it, like, a nervous smile? Cause you I think a little so. Bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm nervous for him. This one I kind of understand. Hoping you have a live, laugh, love sign in your apartment. Okay. Not into basics. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. We're, I don't have one, but I seem like I have one. My mom has one in her house. Yeah. So like don't date my mom, sign. dude. Don't do it. Your mom's like a classic mom. She's so classic. <laughs> okay. Um, Dylan got kicked out of preschool for running around naked throwing grapes. Not a whole lot's changed since then. Come hang out by my pool with me. I desperately need to tan. 420 friendly. Does this kind of stuff work no. on people? Like, I, I mean, on anybody. Okay. Okay. Best one about t- about Tinder. One of my friends had a guy um, text her and say, pool and pizza party. And she was like, okay, are we going to play pool and get pizza? Or are we going to hang out at his pool and eat pizza? And it was the second one. And we were like, that's how you get murdered. Mm. We don't want to go to your homes on the first date, boys. (laughs) Like, that's never... That's never a good thing. And also, like... Also, I had a friend who I worked at Macy's with who told me that she went to a guy's house Mm -hmm. on a first date. And he invited her over to play Monopoly. And they played Monopoly for, like, three hours. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's kind of nice. Uh, no, it wasn't like he invited her over to watch a movie and then the TV was broken and they just oh, played Monopoly, Monopoly for like three hours, which is just like one on one Monopoly <laughs> with a stranger. It's just like not a good date. It sounded cute at first. No, now, now that you're elaborating on it, it does sound kind of terrible and uncomfortable. Uh, I wonder if I swiped right on this one guy. Okay, it says honestly, just looking with so- for someone to do squats with and eat cheese with. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good life. Exercise? I don't know about that. Okay, now this guy, I just have the picture, and I want you to look at it and try to describe it. <laughs> All right, well, so we start out, my eyes are immediately drawn to the name Steve. And he is laying on the ground, shirtless, but we can only see the upper half of his body. So we don't know pants. Yeah, so it's and his body is turned at a 90 degree angle located in the upper right corner of the screen. Again, shirtless. (laughs) He is surrounded by eggs, all right? The eggs are cracked. Uh, They're raw eggs cracked on the ground around him. (laughs) He's holding one in his hand and he's squeezing it slightly. So it looks like it's hard. That one's hard boiled and it's like (laughs) up against his shoulder. And that is the picture I'm looking at right now. What is his bio? Does he have one? He doesn't have one that I took a picture of. Oh. He... That's all we know about Steve. <laughs> That's all we have. That's all we'll ever have. He is 26 years old. 
Holy crap. You gotta... I'm 25 and I feel like I'm I'm too old for that shit. Oh, yeah. That's... What? To, what what's that phrase about uh, making omelets? To make an omelet, you gotta break a few eggs. <laughs> Is that like a literal, like, <laughs> you have to break some eggs to deal visual? with these men? <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Let's see. Okay, this one's great. So his bio is just a quote, and it says, Alec is a really great guy. Jesus. (laughs) Could you tell us one of your, uh, like, dating app horror stories? Like, not of, like, a full-blown relationship, but maybe just, like, a date that you went on that was a little iffy? Okay. (laughs) After I was um, trying to rebound from the first Bumble relationship... I went on a date with this guy named Mitch who worked at NBC, and I will tell you his name because he was a bad person. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to beat around the bush here. Like, if you know a Mitch who works at NBC, this is, like, a real thing that he did. <laughs> so, first of all, like, we're going to meet at Republic of Pie, which is just, like, a like a coffee shop that also serves pie. It's a great place to take first dates. I highly recommend it. That's pretty much where all of my first dates went when I was living in NoHo. If I may interject, I feel like every time I go to Republic of Pie, I have a terrible time finding a table. So does that maybe make it a little bit of an iffy place Oh, okay. To go? We'll get to that, Okay. Casey. We'll get to that with me. <laughs> all right, well, let's get <laughs> the going. The worst date I've ever been on. Okay, so um, I'm waiting for him outside, and he comes up to me. Like, he almost walks past me, and I recognized him from his pictures. I was like, Mitch? And then he was like, are you Mackenzie? You look different from your profile picture. Oh. <laughs> Which is, like, Ooh. not true. <laughs> like, I I felt really weird about it, so I showed a bunch of my friends, and I was like, do I look different from this? And they were like, no, that's accurate. Like, I don't, I don't put a lot of effort into doctoring photos. No. Like, I'm really not a very, like, I don't really have time to be that vain. So, I, I don't know. But he was... He was disappointed right away. So we go inside the restaurant. He buys me pie. And we couldn't find a table. So we ended up sharing a table with two people who were, like, working on their laptops. And we proceeded to have a really awkward conversation where he was basically like, oh, you want to be a writer? I wrote something one time. It was really easy. (laughs) Then he was telling me about how easy it was to get his job at NBC because he's, like, in a special program. And he was like, yeah, a lot of people would kill to work at NBC. I just kind of checked it off on a form, and here I am. And I was like, I hate you, Mitch. You're the worst (laughs) person I've ever met. And I was like, I was like... I would say about 30 minutes into this date when I was just like, this this is a bad person. And, like, he's really annoying. And we, like, went on a walk afterwards because I didn't know, like, how to politely get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And then we were just like, we should do this again sometime. And we had an awkward hug. And then I never saw him again. And thank the Lord. <laughs> for the best. <laughs> so much for the best. I don't know. Hopefully Mitch found someone who was as, like, like, rude about writing. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe what that is. Like, you hope he found a woman who also hates the written word. Who also thinks that being a writer in Hollywood is easy. Um. We haven't actually yet spoken about why uh, these dating apps bother us so much. So... Um, I think the main thing is I don't, 
it's weird to be on display mm-hmm. to complete strangers. I think if it was more like, you know, a way to put a dating profile together and have people like refer you to their friends, that'd be better. But the idea of just like complete strangers. Yeah. Like I have met complete strangers. I have never crossed paths with any of these guys ever again, which is pretty absurd. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What bothers you? I don't know. I guess I already think that dating just on its own is one of the shallowest ways to get to know someone. And then dating apps just add like this extra layer of shallow (laughs) onto it. Um, I just feel like in general, when you're dating, like say you meet up with a complete stranger, your entire conversation is just learning about someone to see if they can fit into your life. Whereas when you know you make friends, you're just learning about them to like learn about them. And and like most other relationships you have, you're just like learning about people for the sake of it. But when it's been like, you know, casual dates, you're it's all about, is this person good for me? Mm. And there's something. I mean, I'm like that when I'm talking to anyone. So I won't be friends with people if they're not interesting. Like I'm judging people all the time, Casey. I mean, there's. I don't a, know if you're aware of this. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's an element of that when you're also looking for friends. But I guess yeah. in most of my life, I'm not really looking to bring people into my life in as friends or uh, in any other capacity. So I'm just talking to people to learn about them, and then maybe we end up being friends. Maybe we don't. I'm not not trying to get them. That's into wonderful. My life. <laughs> I always have an agenda. Watch oh. out, world. <laughs> I guess that helps you get stuff done. No, it does not. My agenda has not helped me. I will say one time, uh, one of well, I mean, this person was already one of our friends, <laughs> but one of our friends uh, walked up to. It was like after we had been at a bar of some kind or out, and like uh, he went up to a pickup truck, and I thought for a second I was like, oh, this is his pickup truck, and then in my head was like, I have to make him be like my best friend now because I don't have a friend with a truck. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I need a friend with a truck. It oh, wasn't his truck. He was just awkwardly walking towards it and oh, then walked yeah. around it. But oh, there was suddenly a second where I was like, oh man, I thought he had a truck. <laughs> you <laughs> he gotta need be, to be my new best friend. <laughs> you gotta have a truck friend. That's very important. I Yeah, I don't have a truck friend here in Los Angeles. Back in Montana, I had many truck friends. <laughs> I had truck it's acquaintances. Hard. It's hard to make truck friends here. I was the truck friend. I had a truck. That <laughs> should be an app. <laughs> that is an app, actually. Oh. There's like a, it's sort of like Uber, but for trucks. And it's more expensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, you can. Uber, but with pickup drugs. Yeah, with pickups. You get, yeah. like, someone with a pickup will come and, I don't know, help you move stuff. Nice. Help you move a large object. <laughs> It's like, I always want to go to garage sales to try to find furniture, and then I'm like, but how would I move it? You need a truck friend. I need a truck friend. See, if you went on Tinder, and you looked for guys with trucks, then Mm. you could friend zone them. Ooh. So I need to change my no fish, no truck policy to yes trucks. No fish. (laughs) Still no fish. Still no fish, but yes trucks. Wait, does your fish thing apply to, like, if a guy is takes a photo of himself like looking into a goldfish bowl no 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 this is this is uh men fishing and then holding the fish okay it's it's because i feel like i haven't seen that profile picture but like i feel like i would if i continued swiping 
immediately if you're if you're swiping in uh, Bozeman, Montana, that's it's every other guy's holding a big fish. The first time I got a Tinder. Okay, so I actually got a Tinder when I was at home in Sacramento when I first graduated from college and I was living with my parents. Mm-hmm. And my mom told me that she would make me a margarita if I made a Tinder. Like, she literally, she bribed me to <laughs> your, make a Your Tinder. mother? My mother, yes. She was like, you need a date. And, um, or she just wanted to see, like, mm-hmm. who's out there yeah. in Sacramento. And I remember I was swiping for the first time in, in Sacramento. And yeah. there was a guy eating pie in the shower (laughs) and i was just like what what would possess someone to take a picture of themselves like someone had to take that picture first of all Mm -hmm. of them eating pie in the shower like i feel like guys are just trying to out weird each other on tinder yeah i have no idea what girls are doing on tinder that is that's just true just kind of feel like guys are trying to out weird weird each other or they're trying to blend in with each other which is why like like, I'm talking about, you know, the basic Bozeman bro stereotype. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, an outdoorsy millennial guy. You know, that's, what the, that's where the fish come from. That's where all the hiking pictures come from. It's just, they're just trying to blend the aesthetic. That's the same in California, like, here in Los Angeles. There's definitely, like, a basic L.A. bro aesthetic. There is. That is. And I feel like I would date that guy, but I wouldn't date, like, there's a lot of... Okay, the worst on Bumble or Tinder is when there's just a guy in a dark bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's the scariest. If you have a picture of you on your bed and it's a selfie and there's a pillow in the background, get that shit off of there. And it's like they like use the front flash. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like black behind them, but then their face is too lit up. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Creepy. Creepy, creepy. Yeah, that's the main reason I got off Bumble because I was thinking about it and I was like, this guy, like this guy who I'm looking at right now, who took a picture of himself on his bed is probably in the same position Mm -hmm. flipping through Bumble. And if he looks at me and there's even like a chance that he sees my face and jerks off, I'm not okay with that. (laughs) I really put some thought into it and I was like, in my heart of hearts, I don't want this guy to think that, like, I don't know. Ugh. 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 I'd rather be alone. Yeah, being alone is great. Honestly, <laughs> I I I enjoy it because every time I think, man, like, wow, it sucks being alone. Then I'm like, man, I can move to the other side of the country. And right. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to plan my life around anybody. Well, I have a lease. Okay. But I mean that I have a lease and a job. But other than that, I could just pick up and move to New York. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could just you could just do whatever you want. But like the second you get into a relationship, you have to be like, ugh, gosh, I have to tell this other person this is what I want to do, and they're gonna be like, no, <laughs> don't do that. That's well, then you can break up with them. Yeah, but. What if you don't want to anymore? So then you're suddenly sacrificing your dreams for love. And it's like, that's what maybe you're supposed to do. But also me right now think sounds that sounds terrible to me right now. But if I was in love, then I would just do it. And then I'd I got to tell you regret. (laughs) Actually, I don't even know how to say that. But people in love seem happy. I've been in love before and it's been it's been trash. <laughs> I've had one guy say, actually, I've had two guys say I love you to me. One of them was lying and the other one was crazy. So, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we have issues with relationships in general. 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm bothered by monogamy and like I'm just bothered by the construct of dating. I wish someone would like do all the flirting for us and then like just kind of like plop us into relationships. Yeah, I wish someone would just, you know, find me and then yeah. just be my soulmate and then that's it. Yeah, and, like, not be annoying or anything. I mean, honestly, like, relationships are, like, I've been in them and they've been nice. Um, The main thing I miss is just having someone to, like, go get food with, mm-hmm. which I know sounds very, like, I mean, obviously I miss, like, the, the thing that you do in relationships <laughs> that we're not going to talk about. But, um, yeah, I don't eat ramen out anymore and I actually miss a guy... For only that reason. <laughs> There's one guy in my life that I miss yeah. just because we used to always get ramen together. And that's, like, it. That's all I miss about him. <laughs> Let's go get raw, Mackenzie. That's something you can also <laughs> do with friends. I know. Like, we should... No, but he would go to, like, fancy ramen places with me because he was really, you know... We can go to fancy ramen We can? Places. Okay, let's go, to, let's go to the one down the street from me. That sounds great. Cool, let's do but it. No, back to, like, talking about your mom. <laughs> like, my mom has never, like tried to get me to make a tinder but she does have this thing where she's like you need to find a guy you can have fun with and i'm like oh, God, i love it what, what are you talking about she's like you need to find a guy. like someone you could go to the movies with and like go out to dinner i'm like i have friends that i can do that with mom then she's like yeah but you need to have find a guy you can have fun with Wait, I'm like, what? What, are you, what are you suggesting like i mean like we we hang out with guys from work like, yeah we don't we, you don't have fun with them my fun <laughs> but you have fun that we yeah. can see movies with and we go eat food yeah and we're <laughs> fine we're we're fine we're just fine yeah i guess the one <laughs> the one drawback i guess to not be in a relationship is that there is not anyone to buy these things for us right like honestly mm, I, mean, I gotta tell you when you're in a relationship you're not getting lost when you're in a relationship with a hollywood like industry boy Ugh. they're not buying you a lot of stuff because they're making like whatever we're making <laughs> exactly that's that's the frustrating thing which is fine like there's nothing wrong with you know going housies on stuff what's the point if i can't get free food oh my god <laughs> well what is the point if you go on a bunch of first dates you get free food and I, it's great i just i got a best best date i ever had one date we went on one date. He was like this guy I knew from college. Mm-hmm. We went on one post-college date. He bought me food. We made out in my car. That was it. We haven't talked since. Great date. I just want a guy to get the stuff off of the top shelf and buy me a KitchenAid mixer. That happens when you get married and you register. You gotta play the long game for the KitchenAid mixer. But if I can get one guy to buy me one, then that's I'll just not have, a thing. I'll just have that's the not rest a thing that life. they do. Don't expect that from them. I can have it for the rest of my, oh my life, God. and then just like okay, just so wait appropriate amount of time. If to you're break listening up. to this and you know us and you have the hots for Casey, you know how to win her heart. Just buy her a KitchenAid mixer. That's really just subtly just like bring it to work and put it on the table in the break room and be like, Casey, your move. And then, I mean, at that point, <laughs> you've already lost me because you've given me everything I wanted, which is a KitchenAid mixer. I'm or not- you can just walk up to her and be like, hey, 
if you give me, you know, like, the best six months of my life, I'll buy you a kitchen. <laughs> it better not be a white one. Like, we're going to color from <laughs> here, okay? It better be teal, like, one yeah, of the obscure you, colors. If you know me, you know the what color everything I own is. My phone case, my water bottle. Oh my god. I want that shade of KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> oh my god. It's not how it works. You just, like, you go... You just eat food together, and then when you're not actually together eating, you share what you had with each other. That's most of my relationships. I've been in pretty tepid relationships. <laughs> yeah. You also have really deep conversations, mm-hmm. and then your roommates walk in on them, and they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you ever wanted to talk to someone until 3 a.m.? Relationships. Oh, man. I've done that before, and yeah. I'm just like, it's exhausting. Yeah. You also have to deal with the fact that if he sleeps over, he will either be into cuddling or aggressively not into cuddling. <laughs> and those are the only guys I've dated. I've dated aggressive cuddlers, and then, like, do not touch me, I'm sleeping, people. I don't- what's the happy medium there? I don't know if there's a- A normal person! What's, like, a normal, like- I don't know. If you touch me, I won't scream. Like, <laughs> Like, just- I don't, I don't know. I feel like... I had one guy that had me, like, trapped in bed every night. Like, <laughs> trapped in bed. <laughs> and that is not what anyone wants. I was thinking of that Friends episode where he's, like, the tuck and roll. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, his arms were around me, so, like, I could not do the tuck and roll. <laughs> I was just, like, trapped. I don't know. But if you want to meet a complete stranger and who you... Who may give you the best two and a half months of your life. Maybe. 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 Like, I gotta be honest. Like, do I regret going on Bubble to meet that complete stranger? No. Mm -hmm. Do I regret any of these? The one from work, a little bit. Because there was one guy who was like a combination stranger from Bumble and guy I knew from work. Mm -hmm. And that one should not have happened. That that was the one where we started talking about at the beginning of this podcast when Kenzie was on Bumble at work. And was like, oh, here's this guy that we work with. And I was like, ooh, stay away from him. <laughs> but she didn't. I did not. And honest to God, like, there's there's an alternate timeline in my head where I don't date him. And sometimes I go there. <laughs> you know, it's my happy place. It's like, where would I be if I hadn't dated this guy? Okay, we all make bad choices. Yeah. They keep us from making those same bad choices again oh my god the lesson to be learned here is always listen to me no when i no say that a boy is weird i'm almost (laughs) always right i or when i say a boy is good one time see we're talking about total strangers all right so one time one of my roommates in college she uh got a like a facebook message from us a guy from one of her classes the semester before and all he said was, uh, do you want to go on a hike? I'll make you dinner. Now, again, now we're talking about being alone with someone, not just like at their house, but like straight up in the woods. <laughs> okay. But I, but in my head, I was like, no, you have to go. It's free food. Like, <laughs> no part of me was telling her, no, don't do this. I was like, go. And she was not having it. But I was like, come on, just go do it. And I told her this really long story about one of my other friends who had a guy who, you know, bought her dinner and all these other things. And then they, uh, that convinced her to go. So finally she went, 
Anyway, fast forward to now. They are engaged. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to get married. And it's and it's uh, a big part of because I convinced her to go on this date for the free food. And it worked. <laughs> because I had a good feeling about it. And I was right. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. I had no idea who this person was. <laughs> she wrote on the, like, on our whiteboard on the fridge, she was like, if I go missing, his name is, and then, like, wrote his name out. And then, yeah. But she didn't go missing. She would have taken a picture of that. That would have been fun. That, I wish I had, because yeah. that would be perfect I'd be, like, for their wedding. photo at their wedding, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But... Well, at least some people find love on the apps. Yeah, some people do meet it. Significant We're not going to because I'm creeped out by them. <laughs> and I think you are as well. Oh, I will ne I don't I can't imagine a scenario in which I ever put my own face and name on one of those apps. Yeah, it's it's really kind of like being a famous person, except like not with yeah. any of the benefits. Live vicariously through other people's tinders, but don't tinder vicariously through other people's lives. Wait, what the hell? a quote i made up that's that did not make any sense it makes total sense okay wait do not tinder wait. no live vicariously through other people's tinders okay so like you just yeah other people's tinder. but don't tinder vicariously through other people's lives don't light people's lives on fire no don't don't use the Tinder app to oh, just okay. like Tinder through other people's lives. So like you, oh, like Tindering you, could be like a whole like yeah, it's a whole thing. She's Tindered through LA. Like it could be a verb. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like you're dating people. I had a friend from improv like back when I was it doing was improv, who had gone out on so many Tinder dates that she was starting to run out into them in Hollywood. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> just my nightmare. Anyway, how are we gonna wrap this one up? Oh, we can talk about positives. Oh, gosh, I always forget about positives. I was, like, so into Endgame that I'm bothered about it, you know? Like, I was so happy in that theater mm -hmm. that I'm bothered about it. Does that count as a positive? I don't think it does, because you're bothered about it. It's a, These are the anti-bothers. Well, like, I'm happy, but I'm so happy. Like, you know when you're so happy that you're like, I'm upset about how happy I am? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like that. Does that count as an anti-bother? Sure. Okay, yeah. I have issues with happiness. Deal with it. Uh, I guess I could go on the same note. Prior to seeing Endgame, we went to see Penguins. Boom. Uh, we went to, because we wanted to go to a, a movie before seeing Endgame so we could get a good parking spot at the right. theater. Um, and so we went to go see Penguins. I love the movie Penguins. It's about this idiot penguin named <laughs> Steve who's just trying to find love and like... <laughs> Great film. And we watched it on World Penguin Day. Yeah. Which was coincidentally the same day as the Avengers Endgame premiere. And we're like, why didn't they premiere Penguins on April 25th? And it's like, oh, well, that's because Avengers Endgame was coming out today. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense, actually. When you're forgetting the best part of that movie experience. Oh, the uh, your dad's summer barbecue playlist that was blasting whenever Wait, the what? penguins were walking around. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, the music was a was a dad playlist. Oh, it was, it was a great. very good music. No, the best part of that was we were the only people in the theater. Oh yeah, that's true. We were the only people in the theater, and it was for the penguins. same theater that we were going to see Endgame in. So yeah. like, we could have just sat there. We could have just sat there. Yeah, uh, but we got to talk through the entire movie because there was no one in there. Yep. 
after Penguins was done, uh, me and one of our other friends, we went to go get uh, food because I was hungry. And then at the same time, Kenzie went into the mall to buy an Avengers shirt, to, uh, to buy a Marvel shirt to wear to uh to I'm wear upset to the about how much I love that movie. I'm great. upset it about great. it. I loved it too. It I cool. cried. Spider-Man always makes me cry now. That's right. Yes. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man does... Uh, if you... Okay. If you don't know how Endgame ends by now, then you don't want to see it. Oh, can I end on one last Tinder bio or Bumble bio that I found? Go for it. Okay. This one's kind of profound, so just kind of prepare yourself. Don't be ashamed to fart while you pee. There is no rain without thunder. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. No. Good night, everyone. Okay, everybody. I guess my concluding thoughts on this whole dating app. Are you still bothered? I am still bothered. (laughs) I don't want to be a part of this world. It's, um, I'm good. (laughs) Good being alone. If the alternative is having to participate in this, (laughs) I I would rather be alone. Uh, anyway, this is the conclusion of our podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, thank you. This was an especially long one, so like, good for you. Yeah, this was a this was a nice good girls gossip session. Gossip, XOXO. Oh bother. Hugs and kisses. Oh bother. No, it's like Gossip Girl. Oh, <sighs> okay. I have not seen Gossip Girl. That was that was my bad. That was my lack of pop culture knowledge. I have other pop culture knowledge. XOXO. Gossip bother. Have a good night, everybody, or day. I don't know when you're listening to this. Bye. Bye.